Hi everybody, welcome to my channel. My name is Hannah OJ. So this is The Other Black Girl, season one, episode two review, Lego. So Nella's talking to her cute little white boyfriend about what happened with Hazel and Kevin from The Office. Her boyfriend is telling her to apologize and she's saying, why should I apologize when I didn't do anything wrong? And he's basically like, you don't have to mean it. <laughs> like he's just answering so quickly. Like he's just got this blueprint down pat. And even though it was wayward advice because at the end of the day she didn't do anything wrong, somebody needs to tell that man the truth. So I don't feel like Nella should have to apologize for what she said because she didn't say anything rude or offensive. She didn't say anything that was wrong. She gave her opinion, which is what they asked her for. So even though this was slightly wayward advice, I don't think her boyfriend meant anything by it. Her man gave me like genuine ally vibes, you know? Also, I don't know if it was just me, but his acting and like comedic style slightly gave me Zac Efron. But I don't know if that's just me. So anyway, Nella heads to work and Hazel is giving out fresh cupcakes in the office that she got from a bakery in Harlem. And this was at the point where I was thinking to myself, even though I've read the book and I knew that Hazel was dodgy, if I hadn't, this point would be the point where I started side-eyeing her like, ugh. You know whenever you watch a show like this and they're those characters that just do too much, like when they're new and they're just too good, like there's just too much good shit about them or too much stuff that just sounds amazing, that just makes you think, oh, what are you about to do? You know, when she came, like she was saying how she mentors underprivileged kids in Harlem and then now on your second day you're bringing fresh cupcakes from a bakery in Harlem and I'm sure this is the episode where she told some bullshit lie about how there was some pound cake that her grandparents had that at recipe for their anniversary and now she's sharing it with the office like you know when someone just does all that shit like on introduction and you're just looking at them like oh okay so what are you about to do <laughs> like why is all of this perfect stuff attached to you <laughs> like just everything is just too much of a cute story you know so it was at this point where I was like yeah even if I didn't know she was up to sign I'd be side-eyeing Hazel by now so anyway, Hazel offers Nella a cupcake like nothing happened and Nella basically tells her exactly what time it is. She basically says to her, bitch I don't know why you're talking to me like you didn't screw me over yesterday. I don't want your dusty cupcakes and what the fuck are you wearing? You look like a whore. I'm paraphrasing. But that's essentially what she said. <laughs> so after that, Nella makes her way to Vera's office and she tells Vera, basically, I'm sorry but I thought I was just doing my job kind of thing. I was just giving my honest opinion. And Vera was like, you know what, I know you mean well, and I know that we want the same things, so we'll just speak to Colin later, you'll apologise, and that will be that. And Nella suggests that they bring in an outside sensitivity reader. A really good idea, I think. It's the perfect way of making it clear how much of a problem the way the Chartrisha character is written is, without putting yourself in the forefront of it. You're kind of taking yourself out of the firing line because this is now coming from a professional who is impartial and who has been paid to give their honest opinion where it comes to these matters. So I think that that was a really, really good way of deflecting from apologizing and offering a really good way of getting the message through to Colin in a way that doesn't sound like it's just somebody cussing him out because they're hating on a stupid book. Anyway, Vera's still not on it. She doesn't want Kevin from the office to leave Wagner. So she tells Nella essentially, if you don't apologize, you're gonna get fired. That's essentially what she says to her. And this is where they've made it very clear what Wagner's values are and where they stand where it comes to black women and their progression within the company. Basically, we're more than happy to allow you to progress, the one or two of you that come every 30 years. We're allowing you to progress as long as you meet our ass-licking requirements. Like, don't speak too loud. Don't give your honest opinion. Don't essentially do the job we've hired you to do. Just make us happy. Just 
pander to our ego and to our instructions that we give you on the basis of our comfort. Do those things and you will be fine. You can progress within the company, but you just have to quieten your voice a little bit. That's essentially where that ideology becomes very, very clear in the TV show. And the funny thing is, what the ultimate plan turns out to be later on in the series, Vera's not even privy to it. She's not even a part of it, but she still mimics and follows the values that Wagner have set out for a reason, clearly. And she's obviously a higher up within the company. So it's just very interesting to see that they had this grand evil master plan, but even the ones that are working in the company that aren't part of it are still inadvertently part of it, you know? It's an interesting one. So Nella goes to her best friend's housewarming party. Her best friend is called Malaika. That's the black woman that she hangs out with all the time. Um, I really liked her character. She was hands down my favourite. She was so funny. And she's really pretty, the actress as well. She's Nigerian as well. When I looked her up, I was like, yes, sis. And also, she kind of reminds me a little bit of, oh, I've forgotten her name. Oh, it's so annoying, I've forgotten her name. But the actress who plays Angie in Harlem, when I looked at Malaika sometimes, I was like, I swear, like, you, you can tell that, you know, she only looks similar to her, like, she doesn't look exactly like her. But when I was looking at her in certain, certain scenes, I was like, if somebody told me you were her sister, like, I would instantly believe them. Do you know what I mean? Like, it was giving her little sister. But I liked her character a lot. She was funny. Anyway, Malaika's having a housewarming party and Nella tells her about the note that she found in her coat pocket at Wagner. And Malaika instantly assumes that it's one of the whites and says it's a hate crime. Um, you would, obviously, hearing Nella's stories all the time from work, you would instantly assume that. But obviously, given what happened with Hazel, Nella's thinking it's probably Hazel. And Malaika's like, nah, like, this black girl's not leaving those type of notes in your coat pocket. It's, trust me, it's definitely one of the whites. It's probably that Colin guy. And I was thinking at that point, like, nah, they're completely barking up the wrong tree. Kevin from the office is not going to be that subtle if he wants her gone. He's just going to be a bitch and tell Vera to fire her, which is what he did. I feel like sometimes certain companies make the mistake of letting their biggest benefactors or the people bringing in the most money for their company, they make the mistake of letting them think they run things. And I feel like that's always going to bite you in the ass, Regardless of what the short-term goal for now might be, you should never make somebody who is not the boss feel like they are the boss, you know, in my opinion. I don't feel like any of your clients, no matter how much money they make for the company, should feel like they have a say on who works within the company. They should never feel like they have the power to decide whether someone gets fired. Like, that's crazy to me. Within reason, obviously they do something really serious, I understand, but yeah, for some someone giving their honest opinion, they hurt your feelings, fuck off. Like, seriously. Because if I'm Vera, and let's even take the problematicness of the situation out of it, let's assume that it doesn't have all of this racial insensitivity attached to it. If I'm upset because my employee hasn't followed my clear instructions, I feel like that should be a separate matter. I can handle my employee on my own time and I will dictate what happens to her or him. I don't feel like because it spilled over into Colin's feelings, I should allow him to have the power to be like, yeah, fire that bitch. I will be like, yeah, with all due respect, I will decide what happens to Nella. You calm your ass down. At the end of the day, I feel like it was unlikely that Kevin from The Office was just going to leave Wagner because they didn't fire Nella. That is a lot of work for an author to do just before the release of his new book for that small ass situation. Like, I just don't think that that was gonna happen. So Vera needed to stop being such a pussy in my opinion. But anyway, Nella is going back to her workplace at night. I told you she does this a lot and I do not know why because that place looks scary as fuck. But yeah, she goes there and there's somebody else creeping around there, of course. Bear in mind, and I think I left this out, but there's interims in the series where 
Nella is either dreaming or having these weird like visions where she like kind of hears or sees certain things in the office at work through the computer screen like like a shadow or what might look like Kendra Ray through the lifts as well like things like that she has dreams and like white people staring at her on the train like it's mad creepy and that happens every so often throughout the show which is kind of the indicator that there's some creepy shit going down at Wagner. So anyway Nella follows these noises, shadows in the office to the exit and she sees that the door for the archives is open so clearly whoever's been creeping around in here was in the archives. So she goes through, you, this is how you know she's a book nerd, the fact that she went into the archives and completely forgot about the fact that there was somebody there, completely forgot about the fact that she was terrified. <laughs> she just found these old copies of books and found Burning Heart's archive and sat down and literally poured through that whole thing. I was just literally looking like, so sis you're not scared no more because I would have just grabbed that file and left <laughs> personally. But I don't even think I would have made it into the archives thing, I wouldn't have cared, I would have just to be fair, I'm not even trying to find out who's there, I'm just gonna run. So the next day at work, after having gone through the archives and uh, the Burning Heart file, Nella suggests that they do a re-release of Burning Heart as its 35th anniversary is coming up. And then she suggests that they also get Kendra Ray involved again, who edited the book originally. This is where we found out that Kendra Ray is more than a bit of a recluse. She's basically disappeared off the face of the earth since the book's release 35 years ago, which is crazy that people are not more, a little bit more concerned about that. <laughs> um, but yeah, and Vera basically says, did you really think this suggestion was going to get you out of apologising to Kevin from the office? And she was like, yeah, I kind of hoped. <laughs> she didn't say that, but... And she was like, well, kind of. <laughs> and then she basically tells Vera, I really thought I was doing my job, like I said. And then Vera gives her this speech about the job is seeing beyond your own feelings and seeing past that and seeing what the author needs and what this company needs. And I was literally just listening to her say this shit and thinking, yes, bitch. And what you are doing does not align with what your client or the company needs. Like, how can you not see that? Like, I don't know why she can't see that Nella's way of being honest is doing that. At the end of the day, you need to explain to your client that he might not like what he has to hear right now in this moment today, but it's going to save him a world of hurt and headache when the book comes out and he gets cancelled. So Kevin from the office comes to the office to meet Vera for lunch and he sees Nella and he's like, she's still here? At first Nella still wasn't really trying to apologise but then when Vera sounded all mad and disappointed and shit, she eventually just spun him some bullshit about how Chartrisha had so many layers that she didn't pick up on in her first read and that she's sorry. And you can tell it just the way it pained her to do it. Like, she swallowed the biggest lump in her throat after and was just sitting there, like, almost shaking. And I felt like it was so fucked up that Vera made her do it in front of everybody. Like, that was so wrong to me. Because what happened with Colin wasn't even in front of an audience. Yeah, it was at a party, at the work party they were having for his book, but everyone else was still in their individual groups talking. So I think Richard picked up on what was happening, but it's only because he's a creep and he's already watching anyway. We'll, we'll talk about that later. But essentially, nobody else was really witness to what happened apart from Kevin from The Office, Vera, and Hazel. So I don't understand why there had to be an audience when she was giving her apology when there wasn't an audience in the first place. That was so messed up to me. And the whole thing kind of triggered me, it made me feel really bad for Nella. I was like, oh damn, they're really doing a dirty at this office. So they're having a marketing meeting at Wagner and Vera, Nella's boss, can you believe this bitch suggests that they do a sensitivity read for Kevin from the office's book? And Nella said, oh no, I know you fucking did not just, <laughs> bitch, are you serious? <laughs> 
So what must have happened was Vera took her journey home and thought about everything that Nella said and thought, hmm, on the off chance that she's right. <laughs> and this character really is as problematic as she says it could help us in the long run <laughs> to do a sensitivity read like she suggested. But what that shameless bitch is gonna do is gonna act like it was all her idea, of course. Because why would she give Nella credit where credit is due? So then they're all praising Vera for this amazing idea and Hazel stands up and says, ma'am, wasn't that Nella's idea? I just want to give credit where credit's due. And everyone in the office is just shooketh. Like, just like, oh. <laughs> so bear in mind, just before this meeting, Hazel saw Nella crying in the bathroom and she gave her some bullshit sob story about how she worked in the office with another black woman before and she hated her and never felt like she was supported by her and all this bullshit. And she was so excited to help her and encourage her when she told her about the dilemma with Kevin from the office and his book that she just wanted to encourage her to be honest. So it's like, so if you know how it feels to be in the office with another black woman who doesn't fuck with you why would you set her up to get in trouble so then make it make sense if you understand how it feels to work in the office with another black woman who is an op why the fuck would you act like an op with the other black woman in the office when you just got here that doesn't make any sense bitch like you could have easily helped Nella out in that moment you could have backed her up seeing that she was in trouble knowing that if it's both of you the only two black women in the office having the same opinion you know that could have saved Nella because at the end of the day now it's not just one person with a rogue opinion in his eyes it's now the only two black people in the office pointing out something about the only black character in your book so even that guy with his head up his ass might have then decided to really take it seriously and be like okay maybe this is actually a thing and she knows that but let's be real we know that she purposely set her up this weren't no mistake but yeah in saying all of this and then doing this at the marketing meeting, completely defending her and making sure that she got credit for her good idea, she's now gained Nella's trust again and she's back in her good books, like she wanted it to be. I can't lie, even though she did owe Nella, what I will say is that what she did was still a brave thing to do because it's not easy to stand up in a meeting and say that somebody took your own idea. Hence why Nella didn't because she made an audible sound and then everybody looked at her so she kind of had the opportunity but she didn't take it because it is very nerve-wracking to say that especially since you're already in your boss's bad books. It, you just know that it's probably not the best move here to be vocal about the fact that she just stole your idea. So to do it on behalf of somebody else is even more difficult. So I think that Hazel still did a very brave thing, but yeah, still a op. Nella's on the train home and she opens up the copy of Burning Heart, the old copy that she found in the archives, and she finds a note that says, Kenny, it didn't have to be this way, please, Diana. So as we go along throughout the series, we're finding out more and more about Kendra and Diana and their relationship and what really truly happened. So the episode ends with Nella at home kissing her man and Hazel is outside her house in the street staring at them through her window like a fucking creep. So this is the point where you know that this is more than Hazel just being a little off or a bit of an op. Like this bitch is crazy and some things are brewing and she's definitely part of whatever creepy shit is going on down there at Wagner. So the plot is definitely starting to thicken now. And yeah, that was episode two. Like I said, I will be doing episode by episode reviews on The Other Black Girl because I just really liked it. And even though it's such an easy bingeable series to take in quickly, because of the nuances of the story 
and you know what I felt and what I thought when I watched it as a black woman and some of the intentional metaphors that I picked up on that I could be wrong but my interpretation of what the deeper meaning of this story truly is um, I just think there's a lot to unpack so I want to do it episode by episode as opposed to just a couple of videos on the whole thing in total so we can really break it down and yeah I like these type of shows so I'm definitely going to be doing each episode please let me know what you think of my reviews I'll try and do three next weekend so it won't be just two 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 because it'll take forever then and they are only half an hour long so it shouldn't take too long to do reviews so anyway like I said let me know what you think comment down below please let me know what you thought of the review and of the show also please like the video and subscribe to my channel for more reviews and in the meantime that's me I'll see you guys later